Before we get into today's chat, we'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which we record this podcast today, the peoples of the Kulin Nation. As always, we pay our respects to their elders past and present. Four is my lucky number. <laughs> oh my God. I remember when you were like a teenager, you'd have to go and tap everything four times. Could you not tell people about my insecurities, please? <laughs> Moving on, babe, please. Do you though? No. <laughs> Welcome to Talking in Common, a podcast of all things lifestyle, family, relationships, well-being, kids and culture. This is not a how-to, but an insight into the lives of ourselves and others and how we all manage to get by. Hosted by myself, Kate Gadinsky, and my co-host, Sophie Panton. Take a listen and let's find out what we all have in common. A big thank you to today's episode sponsor, our friends at Swiss Wellness, making people around the world healthier and happier. Welcome back. We are back with the season finale. Oh, the finale. The season recap, I think we call it. Do you know what? This is our fourth season recap. Yes. Wow. Glad you're good with numbers. This is our fourth season. Four is my lucky number. (laughs) Anyway, here we are. Season finale, season recap. It's absolutely flown once again. Time is flying way too fast. Yeah, it's like nearly Christmas again. Not quite, but nearly. It's like they say with children, right? Like time flies when you're having fun. Yes, absolutely. Are we all having fun? (laughs) Raising kids, everyone? (laughs) No, what do they say? Like they grow up so fast, time flies, which is true. It is so true. Yes, because between us now, you have a nearly four-year-old. I have a nearly Mm. eight-year-old. A one-year-old. I have a five-year-old. I have a nearly five-month-old. Gosh, that's gone so quickly, hasn't it? Far out. It was just a few episodes that it was your birth story. I know. Go back and listen to that one. That was a great one, everyone. Episode eight, Kate's birth story, where she breathed the baby out. (sighs) (sighs) Just like that. Was that easy, wasn't it, babe? I can't believe I'm never going to do it again. Yeah. Let's not go there. We've talked about this. Famous last words. have to live vicariously through other people, I think. Mm, Perhaps. Now, I've gone a little rogue with my setup today. I'm feeling like because it's the final episode, it's a bit like that school's out for summer kind of vibe, you know? Short day, not many classes today. I'm sitting in my bed. I'm holding my microphone. So if the sound quality isn't the best of the best, then I apologize in advance. Yes. If there's any tapping sounds, it's your fault, babe. Yeah. My hair's wet. I just got home from a swim at the beach, you know? That sounds so wholesome. Yeah. It's a beautiful day, actually. Yeah. Beautiful day. Love a dip in the ocean. Nothing better. Yep. Happy to be here now. Well, let's get into it and find out what we have in common. Yeah. What do we have in common? (laughs) I don't know. What do we have in common? (laughs) I knew you were going to do this to me like this, but I do have something to share everybody. And it is rather coincidental that in our first episodes and last episodes of, of our seasons, Kate and I both happened to fall into the same time of announcing our Pregnancies. (laughs) Pregnancies. <laughs> and I do happen to be pregnant. <gasps> the best news ever. Pray for me. Hold you three is the new two. So that's what we've got in common. We're both going to be mothers of three children. Welcome Holy to the club. moly. 
Yeah, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm still in my first trimester, so early stages, but it is really exciting and I actually still can't believe it myself. But I'm strapping in tight and I'm going in for this wild ride again, babe. Oh, my God. Yes, I'm so excited that you're going to be joining me as a mum of three. Mm. You will not regret it. No, that's probably one thing that we can confidently say. (laughs) Yeah, you won't regret it, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. Someone told me actually before I felt pregnant for the the third time, but we had decided we wanted another baby that people who have three kids like have to be a little bit crazy. I was like, oh, that's an interesting comment, like whatever. I was like, (laughs) did they have three kids? Yeah. I was like, no, I was like, I think she might be right. (laughs) How are you feeling about it? Well, it came somewhat unexpectedly, which I have to say now that that it's sunk in and that we've got used to the idea that it's an absolute blessing. And I'm so glad that it did happen the way that it did because we are now very lucky in the sense that we don't have to think about it. We don't Mm. have to try. It just happened. And that's a huge freaking blessing in life. But I did in the back of my, not even in the back of my mind, I did know that I always wanted to have another child. I just wasn't quite ready yet since my last baby. I probably would have waited another six months or something, but, you know, I also feel like I'm getting really freaking old. So, again, another blessing that it's just happened and I'm well into the first trimester and it's just happening. And so now I feel extremely grateful and um, I can't say I'm excited yet. (laughs) (laughs) Got a little while to go. Got to breathe it out too, babe. Still got to breathe the baby out. Yeah, like the thought of giving birth again. Oof, like I'm just not ready for that. I love childbirth once it's done. Oh, I know, yeah. But the lead up to it and the apprehension around it is kind of intense. It's not an easy feat. So, yeah, I'm a little bit like, like when, I th- when I think about giving birth again, I shudder a little bit. But I've got a long time between now and then. I'll get there. You will get there. As long as I get my pelvic floor in check between now and then, I'll be good. Yes, I think you need to go and do that. We've been talking about that for a while. <laughs> yeah, for a good year and a half. You'll since be I waddling around baby. at eight weeks pregnant. I'm going to that, that appointment. Yeah, eight months pregnant. <laughs> oh, sorry, eight weeks, eight months. <laughs> oh, yeah. yay. Oh, I'm so happy for you guys. Yeah, thanks, darling. It's um, it's a true blessing in life, isn't it? <sighs> Absolutely. So that's my big news to share. Last recap, I was pregnant with my third. Yes. And then the one before, I think we announced I your pregnant. pregnancy with Ren. Yes, it's really bizarre. So we that's never three. Quite- and then the first one, no, there was no pregnancies in the first one. You you had honey. Hun was a baby yes. and my girls were, yeah. But wow. <laughs> so weird, right? And we've just never quite got to the point where we got to be pregnant together. I know. We've literally tag team. We've tag team for the last like six years. Well, the good thing is though, in a few years' time, there'll really only be like between your new baby and my mm. Otis, there'll only be like a year, which is nothing when they're a bit older. Yeah. And then two yeah. years with Ren, that's not much at all. Yeah, it's true. Once they're all a bit bigger. It's so good. But when I have this baby out, third and final, for sure, I'm not going again after this. Come on, lucky number four together. No, 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 no. You are always convincing me that you're done. Once I have this mate, we are celebrating. Oh, my God. Yes, we are. (laughs) We're celebrating us. We're celebrating our bodies. We're celebrating our tired eyes. We're celebrating our tested patience. We're celebrating our love and 
we're celebrating it all. Everything, our friendship. I think we always have these grand plans, like we're going to record a recap, I'm going to have a few drinks and it'll be fun and we're going to go out afterwards and like, bam, pregnant, bam, pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> so Reminds we'll have me a of celebration. Last year when you took me out for lunch for my birthday, or we all went out, the four of us, our partners and us, and you three all got so lit and had the best <laughs> time and you're all just annoying me like crazy because I was yeah. pregnant. So and fun. then up until more recently, you were pregnant. There was no, yeah, no. Oh I mean, God. we still have a great time without alcohol. It's not all about the alcohol, let's be honest, but do we? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it is. Mm. Oh, I'm definitely going to have a drink anyway. after I finish recording this show because it's sunny and it's hot and it's a beautiful Melbourne afternoon and I'm yeah, going to celebrate finally. for you. Yes, please do. Please do. <laughs> now let's recap a little bit now that I've shared my news. I enjoy that we do our podcast in this style in seasons and I enjoy doing a little recap each time mm. because every year and every season I learn so much from our guests. I was going to yeah. say ourselves, but also our guests. More so our guests. <laughs> I don't learn that much from you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's been tough, I think, time-wise for me personally and you, you've had another baby. Like it's been tough sort of juggling it. Yeah. This has probably been the toughest year. Um, but we did say that at the start of this season. We knew it was going to be hard. Obviously, mm. you were pregnant, so you knew. My situation was changing because I moved house and moved locations and have got my two little kids at home with me so often and mm. and now I'm pregnant again. It's definitely been trickier to align everything and – just find the time to actually yeah. give this what the it deserves. Time, what it deserves and what we want to give it, which yeah. is, can be frustrating when you really want to have that time or do so much, but you just physically can't make it work. But I think we've done a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah. All things considered, I think we've done a great job. And, you know, we had this great opportunity to do something a little bit different this season, mm. which was what we called our Being series, which is a little mini series that we filmed on set, three two-part episodes based around well-being. And we chose to sort of focus this whole season a little bit. Um, it's always a little bit of everything, but we chose to focus this season on well-being. well-being because we did a audience survey more aimed and shared with our deaf and hard of hearing community because we were filming this mini series on set with our interpreter in the studio with us it was so awesome i wish we could do that for every episode i agree and have and i mean cuz like we're not even always together we're no. often doing this online and it was so nice just to be in person and connect with people and and have our interpreters with us but that little mini series was with the intention of having our interpreter really be a part of the conversation, hence why we got the feedback from our deaf and hard of hearing community and a lot of their feedback came back as a want and a need for more content around wellbeing and mental health. So that was really interesting and, yeah, it was a really nice way to explore wellbeing and mental health through some really different lenses mm -hmm. through our guests and their kind of expertise and their interests. Funnily enough, like when we were just talking about how nice it was to actually be in person like with the guests and obviously us ourselves but and also the interpreter, that the three guests were all completely different but the one thing that was sort of, I guess, in common with all of them that came out of the conversations was how important connection, in-person connection and community is. Mm, totally. Like I don't even think we thought about that necessarily when we chose those guests, that they would all have that in common. But it was true. Like we walked away yeah. talking so much about that. 
yeah, like from that perspective or from that lens of well-being. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think naturally as humans, you know, we need that socialization, we need that connection, but mm-hmm. we live our lives and sort of so I think sometimes we lose touch of our human needs and it was really interesting, yeah, that the common thread between those three was that need and involvement in community and physical physical connection and yeah. in-person connection. It's made me think about it a lot since, to be mm. fair, to be honest, especially in motherhood. Yeah. Because I have realized that I do need that so much. And yeah. we do so often feel like we have to just do it and get by and do it alone and struggle through. But it's made me push myself outside my comfort zone a lot and really connect with people more and do things that maybe perhaps I wouldn't have usually done with that knowledge now in hand. Well, I think Yana talked about that, like she said, to to create community, you have to be vulnerable and create community and I think we were talking to her about that like you know creating your community of mums or mothers she spoke a lot about that like going out of your comfort zone and you know maybe making the effort to talk to someone at the park that you wouldn't normally talk to or anywhere really any kind of common areas that you are where there are other mums and dads with children totally it can be so much easier to just sit there and not do that and I think parenthood pushes you to do that a lot more than prior to parenthood then for me personally anyway because you kind of you have a reason to reach out and connect to people and you have like yeah a similar circumstance and you have a desire to connect with people who are having a similar experience in life so it's pushes us to do that more I think even the look like I think we've spoken about this before but the look sometimes you'll get for another parent or you'll give to another parent when you walk down the street or walk past Mm. someone You've like all got this code, yeah. this unspoken code. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, no, nah, I get it. That was really enriching, I think, doing that series. If you haven't seen that, you can watch those episodes on YouTube and they're all two-part series as well. We did these like cute little kind of activities yeah. related to the conversations with the guests afterwards. You can see us being fools learning some really funny exercises. Oh, my God that Katie Thompson taught us, Katie from Katie Thompson from Alice Springs who runs the Girls on Country program and teaches education through movement basically with Indigenous girls. She was amazing. I freaking loved her. Oh, she was so good. Her energy, she was just so, she just had this incredible, bright, bubbly, like just and this beautiful energy about her. She was she? such a joy to speak to, like. And she yeah. gave us so much as well. And she was so happy to be there and so enthusiastic. It was so nice. Yeah, she flew down from Alice Springs to do it with us and she couldn't have been happier to be there. She was like one of those people that just like brings the light out of you because they're so energetic. Mm. She was so inspiring. It might like be strange and a bit of a paradox, but she was both really calm and highly energetic at the same mm. time. Did you yeah. get that kind of vibe yeah, from her? Like yeah. she, she was really calming and gentle and like inviting in her energy, but like super high energy, super positive and like really inspiring at the same time. Yeah, I think we did her like at the end of the day when we were doing with her and I remember we both yeah. were just like, oh, I've got such a like spring in our step now. Like we yeah. felt so inspired and happy and excited about the chat that we just had with her and just meeting her, I think, because she was, yeah, so lovely to be around. Mm. And the work that she does with Swiss and the Blue Earth Foundation is so amazing and so vital for young girls and mm. well, it's children in general. I think it started out as more of a girls program, but it's kids in general now. But yeah, just such an inspiring human. And that was a really awesome story that she told in the episode. But then she gave, gives us some really awesome exercises and routines and games and things that you can do as a family and with your kids to 
get them engaged, get them focused or, or all of us as well, like get yourself reset. They were like little quick mini movements, like quick. Yeah, they were, yeah. That you could just get up and do if you were, you know, sitting at a desk or whatever throughout yeah. your day because I think it can be um, hard to stay on track with that type of stuff. Mm. And like a lot of them were silly young game, but it makes you laugh and yeah. laughter is so great for your soul as God, well. I was rolling so. around doing them like seven and a half months pregnant. Yeah. You were like, I'm pregnant. I think I better step out of this one. <laughs> I was like, that's bullshit. <laughs> you can do this exercise when you're pregnant. Yeah, plank. I can plank when I'm pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Planking was really hard. Oh, my God. I was like, I'm so unfit. If you go back and listen to those audio episodes, they were episodes three, four, and five. Yeah, they were great. Number three, Katie Thompson. Number four, Josh Reed Jones. Don't think we spoke much about him. Did we mention him yet? No, we haven't. Josh, who he's a social entrepreneur and he runs the Just Be Nice project, which is mm. all about changing the way that people help people. He yes. was very inspiring too. I loved him as well. Mm, really thought-provoking conversation with Josh. Yep. And he is so passionate about what he does. Definitely worth checking him out, everybody, if you haven't already. Yeah, I learned a lot about these sort of different perspectives and mm. different avenues of well-being. I learned a lot about social well-being through him, yeah. like something that I hadn't really learnt or knew about beforehand. And just how important it is for us as a bigger collective, but also as us, like us as individuals, how important and fulfilling and nourishing it is for us people to help people. Mm. You know, we live in such like an individualistic society where we're all doing things for our own gain. Yeah, so And true. hence why we feel so disconnected and so unhappy in life with if you have your own sort of individual success, you're still not feeling fulfilled. It's like. No one's ever happy with like then and now and what they've got. They just are always striving for more. But he also yeah. had like, a, he also sort of has an interesting view on what he considers is helping someone and what he, he says is sort of not really helping someone. And a lot of the things that he said, like, again, like you'd have to go back and listen to the episode, but a lot of the things that he said, you know, I did think, oh, but I would do that for someone and think that I'm helping them. Mm. But, you know, it's often when some people really, you know, different degrees of help helping people, but sometimes there's so much more that you can be doing that is a lot more beneficial. So he was great. He did share some good yeah. tips. Yeah, he kind of broke that down for us in more simple terms, which was helpful as well, like in the way that you help people or, you know, to benefit your well-being and other people's well-beings. There's three key factors that he talked about that can help that. They were the importance of trust. Mm, so that's yeah. one of the things that he talked about is important when you're helping someone, they need to trust you. The second one was improving your ability to focus and increasing one's ability for contribution. So that's another huge thing that I think we all know we're so distracted with our phones and stuff like that. We're not giving people like the focus that they deserve in a conversation or something like that. That was a really good reminder. Yeah, you're not often fully in the moment. You're often distracted and doing so many other things at the same time. Yeah. And the third one was the importance of depth over width in relationships. So he just talked about, you know, sticking with old friendships and relationships and giving them a chance and Longevity. and appreciating and respecting that depth mm. rather than just maybe like a friend that you have so much in common with or you have so much fun with, like really appreciating and valuing the depth in relationships. So he was awesome. Great one. Go back and listen to his too or watch on YouTube. 
he yeah, so he was episode number four, Josh. Yeah, that was the Bean series. Also Yana from the Bean series. I mean, another amazing guest. I loved how she really opened up about her experience of being adopted and her feelings Mm. now of inclusivity and racial diversity in Australia and how she feels raising a child. Like she was really open and honest about all of that. It was great to talk all about motherhood as well with Yana and, again, like as we mentioned earlier, just the importance of creating that community as mums and she is a very big advocate for that. Okay, time for a quick breather. We just want to acknowledge the support of our friends at Swiss Wellness for helping us bring this episode to you. Swiss Wellness, making people around the world healthier and happier. Now let's get back to the episode. I think a lot of those things that we learned from that series, I've kind of taken along with me in my life now for the rest of the year. Yeah, absolutely. You've had some big changes this year. Yeah, but also it's just been such a heavy year in like for humanity, I mm. think, like the Israel-Palestine war and seeing that unfold in front of my eyes on social media every mm. single day, how much weight that puts on your heart when you feel so helpless. Also with the results of the referendum more mm. recently and here in Australia, like that was also a really disappointing time, you know, this is my opinion, a really disappointing time for our country and I just feel so much like our children will rightly judge us for this yeah, they will. mishap that we've had for our country and for humanity yeah. and I felt like relearning and understanding how important it is to recognise your privilege and just to be grateful for what you've got mm. has helped me feel better about myself through time like you know through a world like this yeah so true because we are so lucky and we do live such a life of privilege and I think unfortunately sometimes it takes some pretty awful things to make people realize you know how lucky they actually are so yeah 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 so you've got to kind of turn it around and just put it into perspective a little bit and bring it home and Instead of feeling sort of guilt and things like this that are somewhat out of your control, Mm. if you can feel grateful, it can be a much healthier way to exist when things in the world are so heavy. So I do try and practice a lot more gratitude now than I ever do. Do you have a gratitude journal? No, I don't journal it or however you could call it a journal, but because Aiden and I don't wake up in the morning together, he gets yeah. up earlier to go to work, we text each other three things that we're grateful for that mm, day because nice. it's so easy to get in a routine of being, oh, I have to get up and go to work today or, oh, God, it's just another day or the kids are being so annoying or, God, I have to think about what's for dinner again or the weather's shit or like it's so Those easy to. Mundane things though that we should be so grateful for, right? Exactly. It's yeah. like you're fucking lucky that you've got a job to go go to and a safe home and a warm bed and beautiful food in your home. Like Tucking our kids into a safe bed every night. Exactly. It's so easy to get a negative narrative in your mind and look at all of those things like they're a drag Mm. when compared to, you know, other people in the world, they're a huge freaking privilege. So... Yeah, it's really, it's, and it's really helpful, like practice gratitude in that way. It's amazing if you just flip your mind first thing in the morning, Yeah, it sets you up for a better day for sure. We do like a, well, sort of similar thing, but every night at dinner with the kids, we always say like, what is your favorite thing about today? Or what have you, what are you grateful for that happened today? Yeah. Or what's one thing you would change or, 
you know, all, all that type of stuff. But generally it starts with, and one of the girls always goes, can we talk about like what was our favourite thing about today? And we all kind of go around in a circle. And that is really nice because that also reminds us all how lucky we are, but it also gives you a really nice insight into your kids and how they're feeling and, and what happened mm. in their day. So, and again, mm. so lucky that we can do that, right? Yeah. And it's a great thing to teach your children and it's a great way to change their narrative. You know, if they're feeling a bit down and out about something, it's a great way to flip things around and be like, yeah, but how great was that? Yeah. And not going into the toxic positivity. Talked about before the toxic positivity. It's not about, it's not about positivity. It's about gratefulness. You know, what are you grateful and thankful for? Not what do you have to be happy about? So yeah, I loved, um, I loved having the opportunity to do that series this year. It was amazing. So what else, girlfriend? What other things have we we? talked about? What what else have we done in this season? Oh, my God. It feels like so much. Um, Sex episode. Sex. Everybody loves a good episode about sex. Everybody loves (laughs) the sex. Every time we say we ask any questions about sex. Um, Yeah, we had the lovely Emma St. John on. She's a sexologist and a psychologist. We sort of spoke to her a lot about, I guess, the season's of sex in relationships, women's sexual health, desire and arousal, all sorts of great, great content with Emma. She's a good one. Go back and have a listen to her if you haven't already. She's Yeah, hers was great. I learned a lot about myself. Did you? Probably shared too much about myself. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Was that Didn't the one you? that, yeah, about with the sex episode? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was just pregnant and just like all about sex at that point. So Pregnant and horny. <laughs> <laughs> so another goodie what else did we do this season we talked about your birth oh yes my birth god that feels like a lifetime ago now kate's birth story with babe number three that was episode eight it was another popular one everyone loves personal insight yeah don't yeah. they i think that's why they love the sex episodes oh. people just want to hear us talk about our sex lives i think <laughs> we should just do an episode about sex <laughs> well, we have <laughs> just the two of us just the just two the of two us, us. <laughs> Um, no, I don't think anyone wants to know that deep. Oh, you never know. <laughs> what else? Getting organised. Oh yeah, that was such a random one. <laughs> How's that was that a good going one. for you? you feeling more it was organized? a popular one. It was popular. Do you know what is quite hilarious? My partner Aiden listened to that episode recently, even though it was released ages ago. He listened to it in the car on the way home, and he was like. I forgot we were doing those things. We need to get back on board with those things. I was like, I know, <laughs> I know, what I know. Preach, babe. So it actually was a great thing to keep on record because yeah. then he reminded me, yeah, because we'd lacked a little bit in adding detail into our shared calendar. Oh, yeah, the shared calendar. And um, he was like, I forgot we were doing that, like writing all the stuff on the lists. And I was like, yeah, we need to get So now we've been really back onto it and, yep, makes life so easier good. once again. I mean, like anything, you know, you can be really, really good for a few weeks or whatever and then maybe have, you know, a bit slack and then you get back on it. Well, I think we even said or with those sort of tools that we were sharing, you know, different apps and different things that we use to help keep ourselves organised, they're only as good as the, the user. user. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're not using it. You and I need a shared calendar. Yeah. We, have we, we've we got – no. Do we have a shared we calendar? We sometimes share calendar requests. Whether or not either of us accept those requests. <laughs> <laughs> We send each other invitations on calendars and they just go into the abyss, I think. Oh, I'm happy to say that I have done two of my tips today. I've already made the kids' lunches for tomorrow. And, and that's impressive. Like yeah, it's early afternoon when we're recording this. So I know, but I'm going out tonight. So it's one of my favorite easier for the morning. Insane yeah, that, though. And we hung over I'm, tomorrow. I'm that's sure why. I said this in the episode. Like 
I do all these things. It's still hectic and a mad rush and crazy in the morning. Oh, but it helps. But it does help. It freaking helps. It definitely helps. helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, organised. Yeah, that was a little different to our normal content. But, again, it was a really popular episode. We had quite a few people like message us like, oh, you know, I listened to that one and it helped me get prepared for this or. Well, they were simple tips, but in saying that, sometimes those simple things that you just forget about, yes, they were very simple things, make a kid's lunch or share a calendar, but they are really good reminders and good prompters, I think. So I thought everyone did that shit, but I was talking to someone the other day and they don't even have a personal calendar, let alone a shared calendar. And they have three children and I was flabbergasted. Yeah, I was like, yeah. How do you remember what's going on? They were like, I don't know. I never even heard of a share calendar. I was like, what? Oh, How do no. you know what's going on? I said it saves a lot of arguments because then you're not like, it does. I told you we had this family lunch on the blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, I've got a girl's lunch, so I can't come to the family thing. And it's- I was talking about something the other day and Mackie was like, it's not in the calendar. I'm like, it's in my calendar. I just forgot to share it with you. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But no, I think, yeah, you are right. It's very different to our normal content, but I think it was good. I was actually thinking back today before we recorded to the other seasons and as much as there's definitely like a commonality between all of our episodes because it's sort of what our podcast is, but they're all actually quite different. Just our podcast, like each season is quite different. Oh, as much as, season. yes, we, we, yeah. we talk about parenting and kids and lifestyle yes, and that, yes, yes. a lot. The anchor, the anchor of our, the anchor, yeah. our conversation. Um, all seasons are quite different. Like if you yeah. listen back to season one, for example. What were we on about then? <laughs> well, I, I think a lot of season one from memory, I'm testing my memory here, was more mm-hmm. focused a lot on, you know, motherhood and creativity. We sp- we spoke mm-hmm. to actually although in saying that we have figured out that everybody is creative but when I say motherhood and creativity we spoke to a lot of people I guess that worked or had careers within creative fields I think that was a big focus for us at the start of the podcast probably like with our backgrounds as well but I feel like we've evolved a lot from that like that's still mm. a real interest but yeah. yeah we've kind of broadened our content so and as the time's gone on we've got a lot deeper into like mental health yeah don't you reckon? Absolutely. That's been like quite a common yeah. theme. I remember actually we went from season three, which was kind of like self-care mm-hmm. focused. Was it a bit? Yeah. Is that right? And then we really learned during that season that what self-care meant for us was much deeper than being healthy and exercising and getting a massage. Mm. And it really kind of clicked well, for me anyway, that mm. self-care was a lot more mental. Yeah. No, absolutely. I agree with that too. Yeah. And then we moved into season four, which has mean, been more about like- Overall well-being. S- yes. Yes. Overall well-being and sort of nurturing and understanding ours and everyone else's mental health, which is natural because, you know, the statistics with depression and anxiety are higher now than ever and- as we talked about in last episode, life is hard. Parenting is hard. Oh, my God. Isn't it um, ever? For many, 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 many reasons, which, yeah, you should go back and listen to that episode. That was episode 11, the yep. one just prior to this, where we talked about a lot of the contributing factors to why parenting in today's modern world is so hard. What did you think about that one? It's funny, like, because obviously we asked our listeners on Instagram, like we said, we asked some questions and we got so much feedback for 
for this episode and, you know, so many similar answers to questions and it just kind of was a good reminder that we're kind of all in this together. Mm, Like everyone is in this together and not everyone's going through the same thing but there's, again, another commonality between us all which, you know, often as as spoken about in the episode, like parenting can feel really isolating and like you're the Mm. only one struggling with something or the only one going through that particular thing when it's universal, like everyone is kind of struggling with parenting and and considering like where we are and, and everything we've got available to us as well, like why is it so complicated? Mm. You know, well, that's, like, why, that's like one of the big things, isn't it? Like we've overcomplicated it. We've got access to too much stuff. Yeah, and I think we talked quite a bit about the comparison to previous generations yeah. and their not lack of access, but less, much less access mm. to information and resources and and professionals and all of that sort of thing. Now we're sort of bombarded and overwhelmed with too much information that it's really restricting us from tapping into our natural instinct Mm. of parenting. And I think that's a lot of like what a lot of grandparents say, like, oh, just do this, just do that, you know, almost like you know what to do, just do it. Don't worry about what other people think or say, what the guidelines are or the advice is, just do it. As as we also did say, there are also some pros of, you know, everything that we've got available to us now. But science-backed science yeah. advice and evidence that saves lives, bit of a different story. We're very lucky to have that. But then there's like the bigger things as well, which interestingly like quite a few people commented on in the answers with this as well, like not only are we just fighting the day-to-day things with children, their emotions, their well-being, mm. screen time, the schooling system, all of these things that we talked about in the episode, but us as parents too, like, you know, relationship struggles, reversing or breaking down the patriarchy, you know, mm. feminism for women, what motherhood and feminism mm. looks like combined and how we navigate that. Like there's just so much more that's progressed in the world yeah that we still have a lot of unknown about the future and that also adds to the complexity of parenting these days yeah there's a lot more pressure and also that for some reason we all feel like we need to be on and part of every single little thing that our kids do you know be the most present parent that you can be and it's like it's a lot (laughs) yeah but also be yourself, you know, have your career, do things for yourself, be an individual, be the best that, that you could be, but but also be there for the kids, be the best partner, be the best wife. Like it's, it's just like it's like all that same thing we talked about, like you must breastfeed, but don't breastfeed for too long. Yes, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. there's a lot of, lot of um, examples. But anyway. Yeah, and lots of funny memes. Like there's a lot of those memes going around at the moment like, you know, to be the best mother, like, or I'm just surviving over here trying to drink filtered water, exercise, (laughs) get up early, practice my gratitude, be the best parent, be at every concert, like all this sort of stuff. Like, and it's just like, how is that possible in one day or one year or one lifetime? You can't do it all, all the time. What's that saying? Like you can have it all, but not right now. But not right now. Like something like that, like or not all at once all, or something. Not all at once, yeah. Which is true. Good man, try to live by. Seriously, Adrian. Episode ten, yes, Adrian. Your favorite episode? You admitted in that episode. Oh, listen, no, I did go on to say that I love them all. No, I just, I just, um, I really enjoyed the conversation with her. I thought it was a real eye opener. Yes. 
you know, as, as the title says, we spoke a lot about how to raise our children to be their authentic selves in such a gendered sort of world. And Adrian is in a queer relationship. Um, her partner is non-binary and she's raising her two twins to be gender fluid. Did I get the words right then? I think so. She explains it more in the episode, yeah. But, yeah, we spoke a lot about gender labelling, language. She's also an aware parenting instructor. I learned a lot from that conversation actually. And, you know, often we, as I just did then, I was like, did I just say that right? Often we're afraid to ask something or to say the wrong thing. But as Adrian pointed out, the best thing you can do is, yes, get educated on it, but ask a question. If you're unsure, just ask. Mm. You know, we're the only people making it uncomfortable by not asking. Totally. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I learned from her conversation, like much like you, I learned a mm. lot and really enjoyed, you know, sort of educating myself and understanding more about how to navigate those different situations, mm. like other people's gender. Mm-hmm. And how to make them feel comfortable. But the biggest thing I think I learned from her was that when she talked about what she's trying to teach and instill in her children is just to be more critical thinkers. So ask a question with another question and make them think about the answer and not just give your children the answer about everything and not to assume anything. So if someone, if they make a comment or look at that man across the road, Mm. this was her example, well, do we know he's a man? And, you know, we don't know that he's a man. Yeah. You know, perhaps before we make that assumption, we should ask, like, obviously you don't have to do that with every person on the street and every scenario and you do what's comfortable for you and for your family and in your household. But I just think that that perspective really resonated with me and I think that that's really important for the way that I want to parent my children too. Yeah, we're so quick often to our our children will say something and if it's not right, we can often correct them because we think we're teaching them. But actually, you know, a lot of the time letting them think about it and figure it out for themselves is the best thing to do. That's actually Nina's school. They follow like the Reggio Emilio yep. curriculum and that's basically like what that is. Um, yep. Like one of the main things of that is they don't, they kind of prompt them but they let the kids kind of lead where they want to go and what they're doing and ask the questions and they don't give them the answers and, yeah, I find that really good. Yeah, very important for like their personal development, I think and their little brains and learning the way that they want to learn about the world. Rather than the way that we tell them that they should. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think there's probably a lot of things wrong with the way that we think (laughs) compared to the way that they might think. What's changed since we were kids? Yeah, that's right. Oh. So I think that was pretty much every episode. I think we maybe skipped over episode one and two maybe. We had a great chat with oh, Adele Barbro. Adele, 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 back in episode two. Um, she was a lovely, lovely lady and a great character and a great just honest, open mum to follow. She's yeah. just like so honest about her life and is really refreshing to see online. Yeah. I mean, you can it understands she's so relatable and you can see why people love her and she's really made a career for herself out of her originally it started as a blog and she's doing so well now. Yeah. And she's just awesome. She was just so lovely. Yeah. Shout out, Adele. Well, shout out to all our guests. You guys have all been amazing. And, you know, as always, we're super grateful for your expertise and your wisdom and your sharing of your knowledge and just your time to join us on this podcast because it's not only for us but it's for all of our audience as well. Yeah. 
And it's really awesome to be able to share different people and perspectives and and experiences in the world. That's what we're here for. Absolutely. Um, So a big shout out and thank you to all of our season four guests. You guys have been amazing. And we appreciate you all so much. So much. And thank you to you, my darling. To me. Yeah. To me. And thank you to you too. Mm, it's been another wild ride, but it's been amazing. I know. I can't believe I don't want to stop this recording because then we're done yeah. for the season. Yeah. It will be nice to have a bit of a break though. Yes. We haven't really talked about what our plan for our next steps are. No. Oh, are you talking about like on the episode or just in general? In general with <laughs> yeah. the podcast, like because we've talked about how it's been really time consuming mm. and difficult and that perhaps next year we look at doing things a bit differently. Mm. So watch this space. We need some time to figure it all out. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have a break from the regular kind of seasonal episodes and just some time to sort of rethink what we personally are getting out of this but also what we can provide to you that's really informative and connected and that sort of thing. Like we were talking about how nice it was to have that experience of filming on set with people Mm. in real life. You know, we're sort of drawn to maybe doing a little bit more of that. So we might sort of rethink the way that we do things a little bit. Maybe we can see you all like in real life would be nice. Yeah, yes. Now we've got a brainstorm. So bear with us. We're going to have a little break, but in some way or form, we'll be back. We'll be back. (laughs) And just like that. (laughs) And we've finished another season. Well done, my love. Great to share everything with you guys. We love it. We're grateful for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Bye for now. Bye. That's it for today. Make sure you head to incommonprojects.com.au for the show notes. Hit subscribe on your podcast app and follow us on Instagram at Talking In Common. Or you can check out our Facebook page, which is also Talking In Common. Have a lovely day and as always, thanks for listening.